Well, very happy Halloween to everybody. This is Ross Foreman. I'd like to welcome you to the Impact Wrestling Press Pass podcast. Well, uh, I'm going to welcome in Josh here for a second, but uh, here we go. Josh, how are you doing? Ah, Ross, your, your, uh, your mask scared me. Well, thank you very much. But before we give it to you for your normal stuff that you talk about, whatever you talk about, uh, uh, my stuff? How about all the updates uh, in all of Impact Wrestling? And you just call it stuff. It's stuff. I'm going to call you out. Okay, what did he call me out on? I'm going to call you out on your antics last week. We had Sam Callahan right here, and you questioned me about something, and um, I'm not even going to address it. I got somebody else, you don't even know how he's on the call here, would like to speak to you about this. The disrespect from Josh Matthews and Sammy Callahan throwing me, ravishing Rohit Raju, under the bus, saying that I would get smoked by the great Gama Singh, is ridiculous. I couldn't believe what I heard last week. Now, let's, let's get this straight. Gama's great. He's he, obviously the great Gama, but I am the future. Young, locust-skinned animals such as myself, I took pity and respect on Gama. We saw that punch. I could have punched him right in his mouth, but no, I didn't need to do that. I couldn't believe what I heard last week, that I would get whooped by Gama Singh. And I don't have to worry about because I know Gama's not going to listen to this. So you ain't got to tell me, Josh. You ain't got to go, go rat and tattling to the great Gama about this. But I know for a fact I could have took him. I could have took Gamma. I can't, Rohit, I can't believe what I heard. I Rohit, can't believe I can, it. I can guarantee you Josh is right now texting Gamma. Guarantee it. Don't do not do that. You don't need to do that. You put your phone down, Josh. Just, just show what out. I will just, say, what I will say, Rohit, is that I think you might have misunderstood or misheard what oh. I think you heard last week. I, I, I said that I, I thought you would win no problem. Uh, so I, I don't know what Ross uh, might have told you or manipulated the, 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 the audio recording from last week. I don't oh, right. say that about you. Yeah, yeah. 2018, you know, technology nowadays, you can do that type of stuff. Right, right. You can do anything. Yeah, man. Right. So I apologize for Ross. And, and uh, hey, you passed the ultimate test. Yeah. Things are fine now. Just in case anybody was wondering, I'm, I'm sure people all across the globe are wondering what's going on. We're good. We're good, you know. Some little bit of tough love there, but uh, we're fine. We're fine. We got Raj. We got we got him in there, the big man. So we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be good. So we're, we're, we're gonna find out uh, exactly who who this guy is uh, tomorrow night on Impact. Um, from what I understand, Gama has been very close-lipped uh, about who this gentleman is, their relationship. Uh, you just kind of spilled the beans a little bit there. So so, so his name is Raj. Yeah. He just, he just know his name. That's, that's all we really know about him. Everything else, we'll let Greg Gamma unveil. So we'll be good. And uh, I think 2.0, Davey Hit Squad 2.0, we're going to do some things. So. Well, hey, man, I, I appreciate you calling. I know this, you know, Ross wanted to, to sort of call me out. But, you know, I think it's great what you guys are doing and, and really looking forward to seeing what happens tomorrow night on Impact uh, with you and Gamma and, and whoever this this gentleman is. Hopefully you guys can make some waves in the tag team division. We'll see. We'll see what happens in Vegas. Hey, Rohit, we'll thanks for joining us for a quick little call in and uh, don't listen to Josh. He, he completely threw you under the bus. I believe it. I totally believe it. Sammy too. I had to talk with Sammy. 
Alrighty, well, All right, well, thank guys. you very much, Rohit, and Josh, the floor is yours with your updates, not your stuff, well, your updates. <laughs> so so we, we thank Rohit, obviously, for calling in, and, and we're going to see what happens Thursday uh, with uh, Gama and Rohit and, and whoever this gentleman is. I hope we get some updates on that tomorrow night on uh, Brand New Impact. Don't forget, guys, 10 p.m. Eastern time um, tomorrow, uh, November 1st. Uh, also, LAX, speaking of tag teams, LAX will face um, Matt Seidel and Ethan Page. This was reported as a tag team championship match uh, earlier this week. It's not. Um, Seidel and Page haven't earned the opportunity to challenge for the tag team titles yet, but if they uh, can somehow defeat the red-hot LAX who are just coming off of the uh, Chris Jericho cruise, then they'll earn a future world tag team championship match. Uh, speaking of champions, former world champion Pentagon Jr. will face Homicide in the main event, and so many uh, intertwining stories with that one with uh, the OGs and Conan, and, and you guys will have to tune into Impact tomorrow night to get all the updates on that. Uh, two friends are going to go one-on-one in Rich Swan versus Willie Mack. Uh, I just had the privilege of seeing a brand-new Rich Swan T-shirt that will be available on ShopImpact.com soon. Uh, it will probably be available in Las Vegas first. Uh, I have to say it's pretty cool. It's pink. I dig it. And also tomorrow night, uh, one of the guests, uh, obviously the guest of honor, uh, on our uh, press pass today, Ty Valkyrie goes one-on-one with Tessa Blanchard. Uh, we'll talk to Ty all about that when we bring her on. Uh, we also, of course, have Las Vegas coming up in, was it, 10, 11 days, Ross, we leave. in uh, the 11th, 12th, and 13th, Samstown Casino. Uh, you can get tickets at samstownlv.com. You can get VIP packages at impactwrestling.com. We are bringing back uh, some swag bags for our VIP purchasers uh, and, and some Vegas-themed uh, merchandise as well uh, in Las Vegas, the 11th to the 13th. Uh, on the 16th, uh, BCW's 25th anniversary will air on Global Wrestling Network at 8 p.m., uh, and that takes us to the end of November, uh, December. Then we've got Homecoming, of course, in January on the 6th. Impact TV tapings on the 7th. And then I think the first one night only in 2019, uh, officially official, uh, is with, um, uh, I just did it today, um, PPW, I believe, uh, Pennsylvania Premier Wrestling. Yeah, uh, one night only, New Beginnings. That'll be available, uh, that'll be taped, excuse me, uh, on January 26th in Pennsylvania, and just stay close to impactwrestling.com for all the updates on all the shows that we have going on into the new year. Uh, Ross will keep me honest on if I miss anything, but I don't think I did. No, Josh, I actually think you were spot on on that. Well, you know, this is this is what we do, Ross. This is, you know, we, we talk about impact all day, 24-7. 24-7, I, I, the thing is, I actually text you 24-7, I don't always get a reply 24-7, but I, I do usually blow up your phone at all hours. Well, I will say this, uh, if you try to get me tonight, I don't think you will, uh, my day started at, at 3 a.m. Eastern Time today, so so uh, I feel like I'm getting towards the end of my day. All right, well, uh, I, I think we have to bring in Lucha Royalty at this point, uh, she's been sitting very patiently. Lucha Royalty, Taya, welcome to the Press Pass Podcast. Hello, everybody, and happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. 
<laughs> you, you get dressed up like you like the, you like to, 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 to you know get a costume and all that stuff. Oh my gosh, Halloween's been my favorite day of the year since I was very very small, and I would you know pick out the outfit that my mom would be forced to sew for me. So uh, if you can't tell by my wrestling gear, I'm really into costuming. So yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I just can't. I, I can't. Uh, I feel like I'm like the Grinch. I don't care about Halloween or, or, or Christmas or you, you, the kid gets excited, so I get excited about that. But I, you know, as an adult, I, I just, I don't, it doesn't, I don't, I don't care. For some reason that just oh, does no. not like, surprise I, me. I dress. I make. I make Johnny Impact, and I have my outfits. The dog Presley's matching. It's a big. Or, it's a big ordeal. It's a big. It, all right. A big hey, Ty, if, if I can jump in and ask you, I talked to uh, Tessa earlier today. She had some interviews, and she said she was going to dress as Taya for Halloween. I don't know if that was yeah. a joke or that's what just she was saying. Um, a, you replied to that, and are you going to dress as uh, Tessa today? I don't want to dress as Tessa because she looks mad and grumpy all the time, and Halloween makes me happy. So no, <laughs> no. She, uh, we, she got, we got fun, we got fun we got the fun things planned for later on tonight when Johnny Impact finally gets home from the Jericho cruise. So it's gonna be good. Favorite candy? Um, oh, Henry bars. That's a Canadian thing. Actually, they don't have them in America, and it makes me really sad. <laughs> Josh, do you have a favorite what, candy? What's the, no, I don't need candy, Ross. I'm, a, I'm a, an adult. What, what's the closest um, uh, thing in America to to an O. Henry bar? Well, it's kind of like a Snickers, but it has like a nougaty inside. And when I was little, my mom that's my mom's favorite bar, chocolate bar too. So she would go through my bag and say that she was checking my candy, but I would like have all the O. Henry bars disappear. And she was actually just, <laughs> eating, I, and like she was just here for my birthday because my birthday was like a week and a half ago. She was just visiting us in LA, and she brought me like all these O Henry bars. And then Johnny Impact discovered the O Henry bars. And oh no! Now I you have, like some? And now I have. I literally was like, stop eating my mini O Henry bars. <laughs> They're hard. Like I'm like, those are imported. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, Ross, before we open up the phone lines, uh, Ty, I want to talk about um, uh, transitioning away from, from, from Halloween and candy, but, but Bound for Glory and what happened. Uh, you hit Road to Valhalla. I mean, I think in every story on ImpactWrestling.com about the knockouts, you, you, this gets brought up. And I'd like to talk to Brandon Tolder, the, who was the referee for that match. But you hit the move, and he opts to go and, and fix the ring skirt. And, I mean, obviously you got to get, you know, foreign objects out of the ring and, and somebody can trip or, or whatever the case may be. But, but he, he hesitates and, and perhaps costs you the championship. Are you mad at Brandon? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I completely understand what the job of a referee is and to be, you know, removing things that are in the ring that shouldn't be there and everything. But really, like, at that moment, <laughs> you had to do that. I mean, uh, it's like I don't want to – blame Brandon but I also I mean I want to blame the other person because she clearly she's smart and she's tricky and she she'll you know grasp at straws and grasp at anything you know she thinks she's losing so I mean I don't know I do not ever want to make excuses for for anything so I really hope that everyone knows that I'm not making excuses I just know that you know I'm bringing my best package right now to impact and I want that opportunity again and I'm getting that opportunity tomorrow night on impact so, 
Have um, you asked you for Brandon not to be the referee in this match? Um, I didn't specifically ask because honestly, it's just I I know that I like I just don't want I I don't want to make excuses. Like it's not it could be any referee and he would have taken that you know skirt and put it out. I feel because that's their job and I feel like all of our impact referees are doing a good job. So. I don't really think it necessarily matters. I'm just hoping that Tessa is has her mind right and she's ready for la buena loca, for what I have, for my experience, for everything. And um, I'm bringing it 120 billion percent tomorrow on impact. So. Yeah, it should be a great match tomorrow. The rematch uh, between Ty Valkyrie and Tessa Blanchard uh, from Bound for Glory. And, and again, I'm not blaming Brandon. I, I wanted to get your point of view on it. I think that uh, to your point, it is a, a really tough job of a referee to. You know, he went out, made sure that wasn't a, a part of the ring, so somebody doesn't uh, pull or twist an ankle, or, or, or you know, something more uh, dangerous could happen. And, and he just missed, uh, you know, a split second there, and 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 we saw how that match uh, unfolded. Maybe Thursday tomorrow night will be will be different for you. Yes, all I'm hoping it is, and you know, like this is this is what we're here for. We're two warriors trying to win, so I'm I'm coming to win on Thursday. So, Ross. You want to open up the phone lines? Perfect. Uh, media, what we'll do is we'll uh, star six. If you want to get in queue, uh, please identify yourself, your media outlet, and one question, one question alone for Taya. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. For all of your pro wrestling news, check out net, your number one source for wrestling news since 1997. Good evening, Taya. It's Adam at uh, the Impact Land UK. How are you this evening? I'm very good this uh, morning. <laughs> oh, this morning, sorry. Uh, yeah, wrong side of the Atlantic. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to uh, ask, uh, well, congratulations, first of all, on what I thought was match of the night at uh, the Glory there. But, Thank um, you. Thank you so much. What I wanted to ask was uh, the shift in your character since returning, because mm-hmm. obviously before last year's Bound for Glory, you were very much in the... Uh, the heel role, and coming back, you're now very much in, in a face role facing uh, Tyre. The question I, I had was, what's brought about that change, and was it something that you prefer to do and, and pushed for on, on your return? Um, I mean, I think that if, if you know my career, you know that I've tried to evolve and change and, um, you know, transform. I feel like a character can be the same but change at the same time, just like uh, people, you know, characters in movies or, or television shows. So, I mean, with everything that's happened in my personal life, I feel like that shifts certain things in my character. Uh, The last year had so many ups and downs from, you know, waiting for a long time to become a permanent resident in the U.S., which didn't permit me to travel, to being so happy and being elated with my, you know, marrying the man of my dreams, to, you know, us buying a house, to this, to that. Like, there's, like, it's just been so many ups and downs personally that like it just felt like after everything and all the time that went by I could I wasn't the same I was not the same person I had changed I had worked harder on myself I worked harder on my self-esteem I worked harder on my wrestling I was working harder personally on you know my personal life and I just created all these goals and these and these new goals and aspirations for my comeback to impact, but there was no way I could return the same. So what you're seeing is just like an evolution of me personally, of myself outside of wrestling, and now in the impact zone. 
And uh, I'm feeling very happy with the way that it's come. I felt like there's like a new fire lit in me at Bound for Glory. I've like never, I mean, I'm nervous all the time for our matches, but I felt like that was like very intense for me. And I'm sure that it showed. So, um, you know, I think this is a very positive thing. Um, you're just seeing me in my natural element right now. So um, I hope everyone's enjoying it. And it, well, it's only going to change and grow from the here. So. Absolutely. And thank you. Thanks. Hi, this is Ian Carey from SE Scoops, and uh, I just first like to mention that the great Gama Singh did get a visual pin on Rohit Raju last week. I'll just, but never mind. Uh, Taya, in the build up to Bound for Glory, you were the victim of cyberbullying, which is uh-huh. uh, which is something that impacts a lot of uh, young people, particularly middle school students, uh, teenagers. Uh, I'm wondering if you have any advice or comments to fans of yours who look up to you and might be experiencing something similar. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I was bullied a lot growing up. Um, so I have so much like personal emotion and connection to that kind of stuff. And I can't imagine what it's like now. I mean, for me, it's hard even as an adult. So as a child to be growing up in a world of social media and where everyone can hide behind a screen and a laptop and a keyboard and say whatever they want. I mean, for me as a grown ass woman, it was hard. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I just, everyone, this is life. Be nice to each other. Like, I don't understand why people have to feel the need to say certain things. I was not taught to act like that. I didn't grow up in a family that taught, taught me to act like that. My friends and I support each other. You can, ha- you know, dislike somebody, but you don't have to be, you don't just, you just don't have to act like that. This, this world is full of really bad people and like we just don't need kind of attitude and stuff being spewn out in the universe when there are so many positive things happening and um to any child that's listening or a fan of mine or teenager adult someone who's older than me like hold your head up high because at the end of the day you're the only person in this entire world and universe that's like you so, yeah, not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to think you're nice. Not everybody's going to think you're pretty or whatever it is. But um, there's a huge amount of people out there that do love you. So keep your head up and uh, move forward. Great. Thanks very much, Dad. Hi, this is Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. Thank you guys very much for taking the time to chat today. Hi. Uh, Ty, I wanted to. I'm, uh, I wanted to ask. I'm really enjoying your husband Johnny on Survivor. I'm a big Survivor fan. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you have any interest uh, in going to the island at all? Oh my gosh, absolutely not. <laughs> I. It was hard enough for me to, you know, be away from him for that long, and it was in a really hard time in my life because I was planning our wedding and like doing all these, you know, getting everything prepared. And people don't realize that when someone goes on a show like that, you cannot speak to them at all. So I didn't speak to him for almost two months. And anyone that was in my personal circle knew how hard that was for me. Um, I have no interest in putting uh, him through that. <laughs> and I also just, I I think I would be interested more in doing something like the um, Amazing Race or a competition-based show that way and have John as my partner. And I also do not do well with starving or being cold. So I would not, I would be a horrible survivor. <laughs> I would not do well. And I'm, I'm very, I can get very hangry. So I, I don't think that anybody should have to witness that on television. 
all right. Uh, and Josh, are you still there? Or Josh Lee? Still here, buddy. Okay, I'm I got here. a question. I have a question for you too, Josh, since I've got you. Um, we talk, I talked asked last week about the time change. Obviously, there was a drop in viewership, which you guys were expecting, uh, but it was pretty significant. I just was wondering if you had any notes about how the DVR viewership was or if you guys had had any talks with Pop TV about possibly uh, moving the time slot back. Well, I, we get, everyone gets so caught up in the 80s overnight. Um, so, so, no, I haven't uh, even looked over uh, at the DVR numbers yet, but then, you know, the, the most important number that everyone needs to, to really start honing in on is, is what our key demo is and what, what that number is, more so than when the over. I mean, yeah, we expected a drop, uh, you know, to see a drop, um, like we saw, wasn't a surprise. It was, okay, this is what 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock looks like. Um, you know, but it's that key, dem- key demo number. And, you, you know, again, I, like I said, I'll say the same thing I said last week. I don't know what night of the week my favorite shows are on because I watch everything on Hulu and I watch everything on Netflix. Uh, you know, at this point I'm 38 with a kid, so, so we don't have the luxury of sitting down when, when our shows are on. We, we watch them when we can so I think that in 2018, that's the way people have to watch Impact. And, you know, 10 uh, p.m., uh, you know, every Thursday uh, from here for the rest of the year um, and, and, and so on. And, you know, that's what, that, that's what our time slot looks like. There hasn't been any talk of changing that based on uh, one week from last week. And also, whenever a show changes, uh, any show, even if it changes from 7 to 8 or 8 to 9, um, or backwards, um, you're going to see a drop because of just the, the, the trending, the way that people watch their shows, they forget, they don't update their DVR, and, and that number is always affected. When we switched um, SmackDown, you know, it, it, uh, when I was there, we, you know, SmackDown switched three or four times, and, and that first week always took a big hit. All right. Uh, thank you guys very much for the time. Hey, Nick. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Ross? Well, you didn't have a question for me, so I got a question for you. I'm going to call you out in front of uh, Taya. How far is Johnny Impact going to go on Survivor? <laughs> I don't know what she – I'm sure there's been bedside manner conversations or whatever, but here's my theory, all right? I think he's going to make it at least to the merge. And the reason I say that is because he's too valuable when it comes to uh, challenges and just general – like uh, camp morale, which has been a big factor this season, if you're watching. Camp morale, okay. and he looks really hot. Okay, come on. <laughs> yeah. So I think he makes it at least to the merge. Right now, I think that he's probably going to surprise folks. I'm pinning him in the top four personally. I think him and Christian are a dangerous alliance together, uh, brains and brawn combined. Uh, so I, I'm, I think he's gonna do well. Final four, huh? Secrecy, so I can't say anything at all. Yeah, I don't want to hear what Taya has to say. She knows too much. But (laughs) that's what I I think is going to happen. Wow. Hey, Josh, are you going to stick with that final four? Sure. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Cut you off guard there, Josh, didn't I? No, you didn't, Ross. Okay. Hey, uh, Taya, I do have your a guys, your guys' banter is killing me right now. <laughs> hey, uh, Taya, I got a quick update uh, from uh, Colin up in our uh, Toronto office. O. Uh-huh. Henry is available in select regions of the U.S. They sell them at Walmart, among other places. What? What? Yeah. Well, here is a call out to all my fans. Bring me O. Henry because <laughs> I never see them anywhere. 
We will uh, look for him and uh, maybe Josh will bring you some in uh, Las Vegas. We'll go to Perfect. a question from uh, Cody Simmons. Uh, he'd like to know, if Impact brought back the Knockouts Tag Team Division, who would be your first pick as a partner? Ooh. That's a hard one. There's so many changes and and stuff and shifts in people right now. So I would have to think about that. I don't think I could just make a quick decision. And there's also some, some missing players that I feel that if they came back, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to think about it. Like, I'd have to think about that one for a while. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi, Taya. How are you? I'm Joel Torres from Contralona, Puerto Rico. Hola, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> Muy bien. How are you? <laughs> very good, very good. That's great. Uh, my question, very quick. Uh, we know a lot about you from your wrestling days in Mexico, especially with the AAA, being crowned mm -hmm. as the Reina de Reinas champion. Um, I think it was uh, 945 days that you were champion, right? Yes, longest um, reigning champion. <laughs> exactly. So my question is, are you willing to repeat that amazing record if crowned as Impact Wrestling's knockout champion? Absolutely. I feel like you're... When you become a champion in the face of a company and you're put, you know, in that position and have that responsibility, I would hold that, like, to all levels of importance. And, um, you know, I will defend that championship wherever, whenever, against whoever and whatever part of the world. And I'm completely prepared to do that. So bring it on. Excellent. Thank you for your time. No, por nada. <laughs> Hey, what's up, players? This is Teddy Long. And if you want to look like a true player, then you need to get yourself a Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt. That's right. Get yourself the Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt, the same one that I'm wearing and sporting and looking good in it each and every day. And if you want to get one of them, all you got to do is go to Pro Wrestling Tees. That's ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash Gurry, pro wrestling com slash Gurry. Get your t shirt today and you can look as pretty as me. Holla. Today we've got a question from Andrew Poe who'd like, uh, would you describe the differences backstage between Impact Wrestling and Lucha Underground? You can't compare apples to oranges and bananas and, and uh, carrots. Like, <laughs> two very different scenarios because Lucha Underground is a tele-episodical, you know, uh, television series, whereas Impact is a, you know, a traditionally run, traditional wrestling show. So there's a lot of differences just in the way we film things, um, in the way that backstage vignettes are done. But, I mean, the overall morale of the crew and the overall morale of the roster is so similar. I feel like we all feed off each other's energy We're all there to work really, really hard. We all want to do something different. And I feel like, you know, to a certain degree, I always used to say that, like, the characters, the people that were on Lucha Underground were kind of a lot of misfits and a lot of, uh, you know, underdogs. And sometimes I feel the same way at Impact that it, it, we are, some of us have been, have been kind of not given the full opportunity and Impact is doing that for us and putting us on that stage. And we are proving that we are the best. And our knockouts are putting on matches that are the best. And, you know, I don't care what anybody says. That's what I think. And 
our male roster is doing the same thing. Things are changing, things are shifting, and I feel like Impact has really, really turned this corner where, um, you know, we can stand with anybody in that ring. And uh, it's really great. That's exactly how it is at Lucha. So I'm really proud to be part of both teams. Hello, this is Carlos from Indie Pro Wrestling. Happy Halloween, and thank you for your time. I do have a question for you. Um, what made you decide to go with Impact Wrestling? And do you see yourself in the long term? Because I feel like you guys need to have like somebody that's established, and I feel like yourself and uh, Tessa can definitely be thought of when you mention Impact Wrestling as like, yeah, these people represent Impact Wrestling. Um, I mean, Impact came around because I knew a lot of people that were working with them at the time, and the opportunity just like I came out of nowhere really because I wasn't expecting it due to contractual contractual things and the way that things were written, but things change and contracts change and uh, you know, things shift and other people come in charge and, and the opportunity was placed in front of me and John and we couldn't be happier about it. I mean, I am so happy with the way that Tessa and I story and dynamic is right now. I would like to, I mean, I've been watching a lot of, old wrestling matches and really just trying to be as creative as possible with what I'm bringing to the table. And I feel like Tessa is doing the same thing. Um, and I just hope that this feud can go on for a very long time. You know, I want people to think of us as compare our feud to some people such as the amazing Gail Kim and Austin Kong or, um, you know, something like a Trish and a Mickey James or whatever it is. I mean, those people are legends in my eyes and I am so far not at that level yet, but I would love for this feud to grow and evolve and be a long-term thing that could be taken anywhere and taken around the world and really be, a, be an example of the evolution of women's wrestling right now. Um, what, you know, um, me coming from my background and her coming from her background can represent and how two different, completely different people can create such an interesting, telling a story, an interesting story, and also just bring the wrestling, the high flying, the fast footwork, the, you know, absolutely all that stuff that people talk about in, in, you know, in male wrestling and the evolution of them, but in female wrestling as well, and bring the traditional side of storytelling. So I hope that um, we can just keep this going for a while because this is, really being a been a dream so far so okay good. we're going to skip to a uh, question from toby clovis who would like to know what is the coolest halloween costume you've ever rocked oh my gosh <laughs> i don't know i've been so many things and like i i don't think i could pick a favorite i mean i think i've i've been posting a lot of like old halloween costumes um Lately, just because obviously, like we were saying before, I'm obsessed with Halloween. So there's a lot of fun stuff that's on my Instagram if everyone wants to go check it out. And this past weekend, me and my girlfriends, we dressed up as Barbie dolls on one night. And then the next night, we were dressed up as bugs. And we had the most amazing time. So I don't know. I feel like every year you try to outdo the year before. So that's exactly what I try to do. So I can't really say that like I have an absolute favorite because they've all been funny and 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 fun in their own way. So. Well, before we move back to uh, media questions, we do have uh, one other question from Pam Hills, um, and I'm going to add one sentence on her question of uh, excluding O. Henry. So the question is, what Canadian foods do you miss when you're in the States and vice versa? We'll take uh, 
pull Henry out of the equation on this question? <laughs> um, well, ketchup chips, obviously. Cause I've, but I do see that those are sneaking into the state. I've been to certain places and they have them, which is craziness to me. Uh, so I would say ketchup chips. I would also say Timbits. And those also you can find at certain places where there are some Tim Hortons in America. And I get really upset when I go to Dunkin' Donuts because they have, I don't know what they call them, but fake Timbits. And those are not the real deal. So I would definitely say Timbits and ketchup chips. <laughs> Hey, Ty, it's Sean Ross at Fightful.com here. You've worked a lot in Mexico. You've worked a lot in America and uh, Canada. What are, the, some, what are some of the differences that you face when uh, switching back and forth? Because a lot of the people that I've talked to have explained maybe working a different side of the body, rolling instead of bumping, uh, things like that. Um, I mean, obviously, when I first went to Mexico, I was straight out of Storm Wrestling Academy in Calgary, Shout out to uh, Lance um, and everyone out there. Um, so I really had no, I was not familiar with Lucha style whatsoever. So that at first was really, really hard, like exactly all the things that you're mentioning. But I feel like now I can go between both styles and I try to blend them in my own way. Um, because that Lucha, I did Lucha Libre in Mexico for over five years. And that is a huge part of my career. So all so many of the ways that I do things are influenced by that style. So I, I enjoy, even though I was a Ruda, I was a heel for forever and ever and ever. And some people would say you shouldn't be high flying or whatever. I would still incorporate high flying and moonsaults and cross bodies and tornillos and pescalos and all this kind of stuff. And I also try to make my, my movements faster because it's more acrobatic down there. Um, and then, I mean, it depending on who my, who my, um, who I'm wrestling against, I can go right or left side. So I bet it's just over time you become used to changing back and forth and really just evolving with who you're wrestling against. And even when I was wrestling in Japan, because I had two tours in Japan, I was there with AAA and I was also there with Stardom. A lot of the influences with the girls in Stardom were from um, Mexico, like Yoshirai spent some time in Mexico. So we were able to use all three different styles and really do something different. So, I mean, it's just, it is fun to play with all the different styles of wrestling. That's why not one style is correct or wrong or whatever. It's um, to each their individual um, interpretation. And I think that my, the Taya Valkyrie style is a blend of all these things that have influenced me. So. Thank you so much. No problem. Hey guys, uh, Riju from Sportskira here. Uh, I had a quick question for Josh before I moved to Taya. Uh, I just read a report that Ring of Honor has defeated Impact Wrestling about the Jericho Cruise. Does Josh have any thoughts on this? Um, no. <laughs> uh, sorry, Josh, I, I don't. I, I mean, it was uh, uh, <laughs> to be expected, I suppose. Uh, you know, that's uh, uh, that, that's interesting news. I think that uh, we'll be able to see that match or, or that match aired. Uh, either on the uh, the Honor Club or, or uh, Fight TV, um, but uh, probably a great. Uh, you're talking about the 10 man elimination match, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see it, so I can't really comment on it. Um, you know, um, interesting. I, I suppose I'd like to know who the final two were, but uh, I'm sure I'll get a chance to watch that match soon. And I don't know when we're coming back to India, Raj. Fantastic. Okay, uh, Taya. So uh, hope you're doing great. 
so you were obviously in one of the best matches at Bound for Glory, but you were also in the thick of things uh, in the main event match. And that is something mm-hmm. the world is still talking about. What did you think of how the match played out with Austin Aries at the end? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how censored do I have to be? Um, well, that was obviously an incredibly intensive match for my husband, for Johnny Impact. Um, I think we definitely saw a completely different side of him in the face of someone like Austin Aries. Um, for me, myself, I have uh, been ringside for many, many of Johnny's matches um, in AAA and in Lucha Underground, um, but this is my first time for Impact, and uh, yeah, that was an intense one for me, and <laughs> I was, you know, I just, what happened at the end is very unfortunate, uh, but we cannot, you know, let that take away from how hard Johnny worked to win that the impact championship and that he is a perfect example of what a champion should be. And I'm so proud of him. I know he's worked years for this um, opportunity and um, I couldn't think of anybody else that should be representing the company other than him. So um, it was intense. It was crazy, but in the end, the best man won. So. Thank you. Thank you. Taylor, we have a question from Lee Med who'd like to know, is Lance Storm as intense as he seems? <laughs> Lance, <clears throat> I love Lance. Lance has, you know, has such a good, great connection with all of his students, and he's always been there for me through. I mean, in December it will be eight years since my first professional match. I can't believe that. Oh my god. Um, you know, he is very intense um, as a teacher. He's so knowledgeable, and he just wants to see the best and. He's so honest with all of his students. So, it, I mean, on that level, yes, he is intense, but also he's such a nice person, such a good person. And, um, you know, I'm very, like, proud that I and happy that I found him and his school because I really think that that was the foundation that led me to where I am today is, is him. He's a huge part of that. He's intense, but in the, in the best way possible. <laughs> Visit our YouTube channel, search Gerwick Report Podcast, and subscribe. Hi, Tanya. How are you? It's actually Lee Med here now speaking in person. Just uh, emailed in a question. It was just a very quick one for you. Also, you mentioned you'd been at ringside for many of Johnny's fights throughout his career. Do you find it different now watching him as your husband? Um, I guess so. I mean, like the the Bound for Glory match was the is the first match that I've been ringside as his wife. And I guess I, it was different. It made me feel more, I mean, I, not that I was ever not concerned, obviously, but it was, I don't know. We, I mean, anybody who's married knows that when you're married to your best friend and you love that person so much, like there's, there's an instant weird connection, even more of a weird connection that happens once you say, I do. I can't explain it. Johnny and I have talked about it before. Like we're such we were always a team, but now we're more of a team and I really can't even put it into words. So I feel like watching him ringside now is just even more intense and it makes me want to jump in there even more. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of times when Austin kept looking at me and I was like, I am going to punch this man in the face. (laughs) But it was just like, and I, you know, like it just, it was just that much, I guess it was that much more intense because that is my husband. That's my life partner. That's the person I love and care about the most. And I wouldn't, I don't ever want to see him, get hurt or have anyone disrespect him and 
So, you know, I guess to answer your question, yes, it is different. Well, thank you. And Josh, we're going to stick on the uh, marriage front because we have a question for you from Stephen5812. He'd like to know, Josh, are you ever going to save Madison from the undead realm? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, my, my wife is, is, is perfectly fine. Uh, uh, she, she escaped the undead realm. Um, uh, very proud of, of, of what she's gone on to accomplish. Uh, and, 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 I mean, if we're being honest about feelings, I mean, that's the way to, 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 to leave. You, you, you build a match, you build to a program, you lose, and, and, and you go on and do what you're going to do next. So, uh, I think the, I think she escaped of... and she's doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah, she escaped and in one piece yeah. and she's killing it. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, Riju from Sportskira again. I had a quick follow up. As someone who's uh, brought the in-ring aspect of women's wrestling to the forefront, what is your take on Scarlett Bordeaux's uh, career and her worldwide talent search? Um, um, well, I'm not really that familiar with other than what she's doing on Impact because I think she was working with Ring of Honor before. I've met her before and stuff. I really think that she is improving every day and her character is different than anything else we're seeing right now. And, you know, it's characters like that and the things that make people uncomfortable, that make people talk and controversy creates magic and money and if that's what we're doing and that's what she's doing and she's gaining success like that, that that's awesome. Every woman should find something, you know, that sets them apart. And if that's what's working, then great. Because guess what? She looks good. She can work. And, you know, I think this is just the beginning of what we're going to see from her. Thank you. What a question come in, uh, particularly for Tanya, but I think Josh, actually, you can probably answer this one as well. I'd like to hear your take. Tim Hortons, Dunkin' Donuts, or Starbucks? Tim Hortons, duh. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a Starbucks guy. Uh, I, I do like Tim Hortons. I'm not. A, I don't drink coffee, Ross. I, I drink coffee at TV, and then uh, you know, at home we don't we don't drink coffee. But you drink a lot on the road at, at TV. I, I do. I, I I like to drink. Uh, wrestlers drink drink coffee. So so you know, I just uh, drink coffee at TV. Oh, all right. Yeah. One other question directed at Josh. Josh, Josh is taking my interview. Well, I, I actually do want to get this one because I, I think it's pretty funny. Josh, how can you right. not like Halloween or Christmas? I, they're, they're, they're for children, you know? So, so I mean, my kid has, I think, uh, on my private Instagram I posted today, I think she's had like 18 different costumes for just for this Halloween and, and we've gone uh, everywhere. She's just so, so, so through her eyes, it's, it's great. It's fun. But, but as a, as a grown up, you know, I, I, it's just, it's not for me. Not, not even Christmas doesn't do anything for you. I don't know. Hey, whatever, Ross, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need a talk show, like an actual interview <laughs> show with like, it's like Josh and Ross. On a Thursday, you know? <laughs> it's an, it's enough trouble dealing with him once a week uh, on the, this uh, press pass podcast. I can deal with that <laughs> barely. <laughs> Josh, any uh, any uh, final thoughts there? 
Well, um, I, I will say that, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Um, you know, I think Impact, uh, you know, despite the fact that, uh, you know, it, it is on at 10 o'clock, I think it, it, you should go out of your way, um, you know, to find it, to DVR it, to watch it uh, any way that you can. And, um, you know, especially with what the girls are doing. And, and I echo what, what Ty has said earlier. I think that our girls, um, you know, I told them both after the show uh, at Bound for Glory that I thought the match was, 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 was very good and, and one of my favorite matches on the, on the card. And to be married to someone who's gone through all this, um, you know, as a female wrestler, and, you know, just trying to find their way and then, you know, watching what she's done over the past year, like, you know, to me, I, I think uh, – Personally, for me, watching women's wrestling has changed, and, and I, I champion these girls uh, more than, than, than they probably know. And I really hope that uh, that people go out of their way to watch uh, Tessa Taya too tomorrow night, um, you know, because they deliver uh, each and every time they get the ring. So, so Taya, thank, thank you, you for your time today. Yeah, yeah. Taya, before we let you go, in, in media, that's the great thing about the, the, this podcast is you just never know who's going to show up. So I got mm-hmm. one more person that I, I do want to call – um, we, we talked about him earlier, so um, I, I'm very fortunate that he can interrupt his day. I have referee Brandon Toll, who's calling in right now. Brandon, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, referee, Ralph. How are you? Referee? Brandon? You said wrestler. I said referee. Well, if what I did. <laughs> so, Brandon, we <laughs> talked about the, the Bound for Glory match, and uh, uh, certainly your name came up. Um, there was a, a situation in, in the match. Um, you just want to talk to us about what you saw in that match? Yeah, uh, basically, um, Taya had, um, Tessa had a compromising position and, uh, and I've had a chance to actually go back and look at the footage and actually look at the whole thing in its entirety since Bound for Glory. Um, and Tessa took, uh, took just kind of a low road, bringing in the, uh, the actual ring apron and actually tying and twisting up and actually bringing it about two and a half feet or so into the ring. Um, and once you let go of it, it was more of a, just an instinctual thing for me to go and actually to fix that because it's actually, it's a safety hazard. Something could happen to anybody, to either one of them in that ring. So to go actually have to fix that and put it back in position. And then that led to me being out of position and missing after Ty hit uh, the words about Hala, uh, which then, you know, obviously the video speaks for itself with that. So it was very much a, uh, very much a, a very much a uh, a very low move uh, by Tessa to do that. So um, Taya, we have the public forum here. I apologize to you for being out of position. Um, I did not expect in any way, shape, or form that Tessa was going to go the way she went with it and actually uh, you know do what she did with the ring skirt, bringing actually the ring skirt into the ring at that point. So um, you know you've got your rematch uh, coming up um, tomorrow night. Tomorrow. So. We'll see. Uh, well, good luck to you Brandon, that. I accept. I accept your apology, and I know that it's your job, and I know that you're just watching out for us because I mean, I've actually tripped on ring aprons before, um, and that's not never fun, and no one wants to roll an ankle and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I had her in that one position. You know, I had her had her pinned at Bound for Glory, and I will do it again tomorrow. So uh, I hope everybody's ready, and just like Josh says. DVR, everyone has a smart TV now, guys, come on, and uh, just go out of your way to watch this, because us women wrestlers and everybody on the roster are working so hard to make something so special for all of you fans, and really set ourselves apart, so um, I hope everybody's watching tomorrow night on Pop. Brandon, thanks so much for calling in, I know you're having a busy day, so 
Thanks for calling in. Taya, I'll, I'll give you the floor for a final thought. Oh, well, I'm just, thank you guys for having me and, and everybody with their questions and allowing me to, to be myself and speak my mind and explain what's been going on and have a little bit of fun in the meantime with all of you and also to listen to you two banter back and forth has made my morning. So, <laughs> and thank you for everybody that's supporting Ty Valkyrie, Johnny Impact, and all the women and all the men on the Impact roster. And keep talking about us, keep watching us, and uh, this has only just begun. So we're closing out 2018 with a bang just to start off 2019 on fire. So let's keep it going. All righty, Taya, thank you so much. Rohit, thank you for calling in earlier. Brandon, uh, even Josh Matthews, big thank you to you. Uh, always, always a pleasure to talk to you, Josh. Hey, Ross, we're 52 minutes into this call. Uh, we'll wrap it up, man. All right, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, thanks, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye.